Sportsnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminek. Thank you guys for an amazing weekend. Today is Monday, April 3rd, 2023, and this is episode number, I don't fucking know, 635, 637, I have no idea. I, your guess is as good as mine. All I know is I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me on this program. <clears throat> uh, what a weekend, huh? Astros going two and one. Just kidding. Oh, my God. What a fun time I had at the VID watch party over at Kobo's. First of all, uh, shout out to Raul, a.k.a. Kobo, uh, for allowing us to have our first ever official meet and greet at the uh at the at the Kobos location there across from Minute Maid. So uh shout out to my guy. Much appreciated man. Thank you so much. Um it was it was everything I hoped it would be and more. It was just the most fun ever and um it was so great to see all of you that came. It was so great to hang out with y'all, watch the game with you, shoot the shit with you, uh, eat and drink with you. If you missed it, if you RSVP'd and you didn't come, first of all, I'm making a list. I, In fact, I said I was going to do that, and that's one thing I didn't get around to. So uh, I'm gonna, I'll probably do that right now. We'll just, we'll just make the damn list together. So, um, yeah, but let's talk about all the good stuff first before we, uh, before we start taking pot shots at everybody that didn't show. Um, heck yeah. Hey, heck yeah. Steven, the weather guy. What's up? Thank you for the resub, buddy. Um, 14 months. Let's go. Sorry, I couldn't be there Saturday, but I have been here for 14 months. That's what's up, man. Uh, Alan Denson just resubscribed for 14 months. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, much love. Uh, so thank you. He said, hello, deckheads. And that was an hour ago. Look at Alan getting in early. Um, yeah, it, it, it was, uh, it was just a ton of fun, man. That event, um, what, I mean, I really don't have the words for it. I, I told my mom, um, I didn't expect it to be that fun or go that well. Um, just because stuff like that doesn't tend to happen. You know what I mean? And it was just, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what, if you guys had a good time. You guys, those of you that showed up and went, I don't know what your perception of it was. I'd love to hear about it in the chat, first of all. Uh, I'd love your feedback on it, second of all. And uh, what you think we could do to improve it, what you liked, what you didn't like. I mean, I'm open for all that. You can put it in the chat. Better yet, you should put it on the Discord uh, because then that way we can kind of track it and, and make some notes. But 
I mean, for me, man, just the fact that you guys took the time out of your day and your weekend to show up uh, and hang out was just, it meant everything to me. So it was really cool. Um, I hope that everybody that won a prize enjoyed it. Um, yeah, man, I just, I, I was told my, my mom and, and my sister, I was like, I just, I can't believe how amazing that was and how cool everybody was and how much fun it was. So just a great time, man. Just an absolute great time. And it was great to see everybody. And I'm not going to go try to make a list of, because I'm sure I'll miss it. I'm sure I'll mess it up, um, you know, by, and it, I don't want to do that. It's the last thing I want to do. So, um, but yeah, man, shout out to everybody that came. Um, and I got to say real quick, a uh, special shout out, one, to my sister for helping out. She helped market it. She helped, you know, do her thing. But none of that happens last night or, or, or Saturday. None of that happens without my mom, Jenny's mom, uh, on the team, putting it together. She worked so hard on that. Uh, this this was her uh, passion project. She wanted the deckhead. She wanted you guys to have a fun event together and it meant a lot to her to be able to do that for y'all because, because honestly, she appreciates the support that you give me, her son. So she wanted to create a special party and event for y'all, and she thought of everything. I mean, we had signs and name tags and prizes and raffle tickets and just unbelievable. And uh, so shout out to Jenny's mom, man. What a job. Can't even tell you. So. Um, it, it, let me know what your thoughts are. Let's see. It was great. I had a blast. Uh, Donna said it was a blast. I had a great convo with Jenny. I just love her. She's the sweetest. And so are you, Donna. Jared said it was so much fun. I thought it was going to be a bit awkward, but the deckheads made it a blast. It's a great group. It's a great group of people, man. What's up, SVG? Uh, Chris said my liver hurts. Well, you know, when you day drink and then you show up to an event drunk, and then drink some more, that's going to happen, Reyes. I will give Reyes credit, though. Anytime any of you show up drunk, I'm like, oh, God. I, uh, I'm not going to want to hang out with this person. They're going to be obnoxious and unruly. And I can't say that Reyes was. I mean, a couple times he would just randomly yell at me, just randomly for no reason. But overall, it was great. It was outstanding. All of it was. So it was, uh, it was a whole lot of fun. Let's see. Um, who else? Let's see. Raul's a good dude. Yes, he is. Tony, we missed you. Um, I have my volume muted until I can get into my office and close the door. <laughs> What's up, Lisa? Uh, Reyes said, fuck Pookie. I don't know why that's uh, that's the case. Uh, Alex said it was great. My liver hurts. Uh, it was a blast. Had a great convo. Uh, speaking of the Discord, updated my Patreon payment info, and now I can't access the Discord. Oh. Yeah, well, reach out to me. You probably, um, they probably have to send you something. Uh, I'll let you, but hit me up. Um, I got my Leo shirt. That's what's up. Um, Angie is great. Thank you, Reyes. Jenny is so sweet. Thank you, Jared. Sorry, I missed all the fun next time. Definitely. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll put you in the list of uh, 100 people who perpetually say next time, DJ Maddie. I have a whole, like, uh, there's like, there's people that, that go and then there's next time people and I've learned and that's not I'm not pointing you out Maddie this is this is trust me uh the list of next times is way longer than the list of I'll be there's um and that's I and that started in comedy trust me on this DJ Maddie you're you're you've gone to shows so I I have no bone to pick with you I'm just saying in general 
Um, man, even when you do comedy, people, oh, I can't wait. I'm coming to a show. I'm dev- Oh, man, I need to catch a show. When's your next show? Oh, next time, man. Damn, I'm sorry. I can't next time. And it's like, and that's not you. Like I said, that's not DJ Maddie. DJ Maddie came to a show with Alan Denson, so he is not a next time people, but the, they do exist. Um, yeah. I had the best time, Terrence said. That's awesome. Uh, oh, sorry. Now I know who you are on Twitch. What? I don't know. Uh, who was that? Uh, oh, SVG said it was great. It was great. Not much of a social person by nature, but Barry, Jenny, and the deckheads made us feel welcome. Yeah, SVG, bro. When we were there, uh, we were all, we had like a whole, the whole half of Kobo's was ours, right? That when you walk in on the side where the stage is and the, and the, uh, it was all a dream, which by the way, I wore my, my new stream tees. It was all a stream. Get out of here. New design, who this? I kind of wore it because we were at Kobo's and he has the, it was all a dream thing. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll wear this. Um, but yeah, people were trying to sit in the sections and it was cool. I was like, I, we weren't being dicks. We were like, yeah, if we fill up, you know, we'll have to ask you to leave. But right now you can stay. But but I look up SVG and his homie, Tony, I think it was, are all off to the side by themselves. I was like, man, you better get your ass over there and get in, get in with the crew. SVG, when SVG says I'm not a social person by nature, he ain't lying. He don't, he don't fuck with none of y'all. Uh, but yeah, he he was he, we finally got him to sit with us and hang out with us, and it was dope. It was awesome. Um, and his buddy won something too, which is kind of chicken shit, right? You bring somebody and then they win a prize. That's horseshit. Uh oh, sorry. Now I know who you are on Twitch. I had the best time, Jared SVG. No worries, Donna. Shout out to Ivan, Alex, and his sons, and Donna. Yeah, it was cool to talk to them. A lot of fun. Thank you, Lisa. So glad I braved the traffic. Yeah, y'all don't even know, Lisa. Boy, that's a trooper right there. That's a real. That's a real one. Uh, yes, Reyes says Rosa babysat me. Rosa does. Rosa was MVP. Rosa was the MVP because she kept Reyes in line. The designated driver, all that. Uh, hey, what's up, Memesters? Good to see you, Mimi. Uh, all right, so let's do this um, big, big. Oh, hold on. I missed a page. There you go. Nice meeting you, Lisa. I'm so sad I missed it. Coaching my wife had other plans on Saturday. No worries. Uh, I was at the satellite party here in Fredericksburg, said Cisco. Uh, AJB said sad. Nikki, love Mama Jenny from Rosa. Uh, who else? I tried my ass off to make it, but damn these kids. Jenny, his mom, and Angie were amazing. Thank you. Fuck Pookie. Uh, who has the memory of an elephant? I don't know what that is. Uh, Jeff Belson, I would have been there. Yeah, Jeff, you get a pass, bro. I know. Look, the job thing and the on call, I get it. Uh, Infinite case that wife was glad she finally got to meet Barry since she had to listen to the show for so long. She was like, yeah, I hear you screaming. And I'm just like, oh, he's listening to Barry. It's like, yeah, I'm loud. Uh, FJ said Jenny and Angie put that work in. They did. They really did. SVG was chilling. It was cool to meet all the deckheads. Uh, D-Model, what's up? I still need to go and watch you do a comedy show, but uh, it may be a while. Hey, man. It's all good, pimp. Hope you're good. Uh, my brother-in-law won the tickets to the roast. Ah, oh, but he said we should go together, so it's cool. There you go. That's what's up. So, SVG, I need him to send me his info. I think that's what. Yeah, I think I think Jenny, his mom, said he never turned in his stuff. So, SVG, do me a favor, bro. Um, message me on discord and, and give me his info so I can leave the tickets for you and him at the box office for the roast on Wednesday. Uh, that'd be cool. Did you listen to Marlon Wayans? God loves me. No, 
Uh, I did not, Dick Willie. Uh, all right, so it was it was a blast, man. Thank you all again. I have pictures that I uploaded that I freaking forgot to make a slide for Canva. Let me do that real quick because I just I there's one picture I really want to share, and it was we all took a picture on stage for those of us that were there uh, early because there were some people that couldn't make it early but still came out and just showed up a little late. And uh, it was still badass to have P- Penguin Katie, Matt, uh, Poche, so uh, Poch was there late. So it was awesome uh, to have them. And um, I would have loved to have had uh, the um, whole crew there to take the picture. However, uh, some is better than none, and the fact that you made it was good enough for me. Uh, lots of fun. So here we go. Let's see. Where's the one I'm looking for? Is that it? Oh, isn't she a beauty? Isn't she a beauty? Let's see. Downloads. No. My voice, by the way, shot. Shot. Uh, it is. I mean, I probably sound different. I don't know if I sound different now, but this is my uh, <clears throat> normally my voice uh, when I am out and about, say, um, uh if I'm like, if I go out drinking and shit like that, this is what my voice sounds like the next day. But this is just from a comedy show on Friday, doing the show, plus hanging out and kicking it with deckheads there and other people that showed up. Uh, and then obviously the watch party Saturday, lots of talking going on on Saturday. Uh, and then last night had a show with uh, uh, Rob Schneider. So more talking on stage, more talking after and like, I mean, I'm just like, fuck. Voice is gone. And I'm not one of those cats that loses his voice. I think I've, I don't think I've, in fact, yeah, I'm 48. I don't think I've ever lost my voice. Uh, I know some of you kind of wish I would, especially Nora. Um, But yeah, I don't, I don't think that's ever been a thing. So, but it'll, it'll get, it'll get squeaky. It'll get raspy and all that. Uh, All right, here. I just had to make this real quick. I just, I just need to show this. And I've got more pictures that I'll be posting on the Discord. So don't you worry. But I just wanted to uh, put this on the screen. Look at these beautiful people. <laughs> Look at these beautiful people. So much fun at the VID watch party, man. Uh, look at that crew. That is a handsome ass, uh, amazing crew. And I can't thank you guys enough for coming out. And uh, I hope I hope it was fun for you. That party, that party was not for me. That party was for y'all. That party was to say thank you. That party was to have a good time. That's why it was free to get in. That's why it was, uh, you could bring a friend so that, you know, it wasn't awkward if you were hanging out by yourself. That's why we gave away prizes and, uh, you know, got some prizes together and, um, that's why we paid for stuff and, and we got some sponsors working with Kobo to bring us free beer and they kind of just did it for the whole place, but he had them come out just for us. Um, so that was a, that was a thank you party. That was a, that was a watch party, but also a thank you party. So if you made it, whether it was for five minutes, uh, or the whole time, or you got there late, it does not matter. I don't give a shit. I'm appreciative of you. And I hope, I hope, I hope that you had a good time but this was uh this was good time so i'll be posting the rest of the pictures uh on the 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 barry on deck discord so and by the way i just do want to plug it and just say uh this was a a thank you to all of the patreon members this was just for you 
uh, for supporting me and supporting the show and making sure we can keep doing this. So this was our Patreon watch party. It's never too late to join the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. And um, yeah, because like, you know what? There were so many that didn't make the photo. Like uh, Eric Resendez brought his wife. Uh, uh, Penguin Katie and Mr. Penguin Katie. Uh, uh, who else got there? Like Potch and, and, and his better half. Who else? Uh, somebody else showed up late, but like, so there's six missing here. Dre left early. Todd, the show left early and they brought their kiddos cause they were at the game. So there was, there was way more than what you see in here. It was just like a, a constant trickle in and out. It was so great, man. So great. And I will say, I will say this. Uh, I will say, okay, we got spammers coming in. <sighs> Where's that at? Hey, by the way, Infinite Decay, thank you. Uh, what does this say? Infinite Decay gifted a one month tiered sub to Villanueva underscore Alex. Let's go. We got a new Alex Villanueva? Did he change his name? Uh, thank you for the gifted sub, Infinite Decay. And hey, Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. I appreciate that. So thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, uh, Alex. And thank you, Homo Astros fan. Um, let's see. Did we ban the fucking spamming piece of shit? No. Not in one single mod banned this asshole. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, Gamsa TW. I hope... Um, hmm. I hope you get a hemorrhoid and that it bleeds. And then I also hope that your mom uh, cheats on your dad with your uncle and that your uncle gives her the clap and that she ends up losing a finger because you got the clap. Is that enough? Is that, I don't know. How about go fuck yourself? Like you're, you, 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 you have no job. Get a job. You spam in the loser. All right. Um, Dick Willie said, awesome. I don't see any Bud Light. Yeah, there was, I forget what the name of the free beer they were passing. It was actually Estrella. Was that what it was called? Estrella something. Yeah, that shit was legit though. It was good. It was good. I like, I enjoyed it. I was like, damn, this is actually pretty good. Uh, so yeah, it was good. Uh, thank you guys. Um, all right. So there's the picture. Got that. What am I missing? Uh, and by the way, can I, can I, and then he probably doesn't want me to do this. Estrella Jalisco. Yeah, that shit was good, Ivan. That was real good. Ivan was hilarious, man. If y'all have never hung out with Ivan, Ivan's a great hang. He's fucking fun. I ain't gonna lie. See, I, to have just Cece and Ivan, oh my God. The rest of you are kind of, a lot of you, not all of you. Jared Taylor's not, but like, you know, some of us are more introverts than others. But I tell you what, Cece and Ivan. Fuck, they're going to make it a party no matter what. They're going to have a good time. Uh, it, it, it was hilarious. They were fucking funny. Oh, my God, they were fun. What's up, Nick? I'm here. I'm here. Uh, didn't notice the damn time. It's all good, pimp. Uh, Ivan was fun because he was winning. <laughs> That's a good point. The most fun was watching Jared Taylor try to take selfies all night with his new phone. And I swear to God, Jared Taylor would be like, He'd be like, hey, 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 come on. Let's take a, let's take a, let's take a, let's take a. Let, why is it counting down? I don't know why it's counting. And his phone would just, he would try to do a selfie and it would go five, four, three. He'd be like, I don't know why it's doing that. 
And then he would try to fix it. And then he'd go back to it and be like, okay, okay, okay. I got, I got, I got. Here we go, here we go, here we go. You ready, ready, ready? ready? Boop, five, four. I don't know. I, just, oh, I don't get it. I don't understand. And then what he would do, I swear to God, and people in the, uh, oh, CC, thank you for lurking. People in the uh, the chat can verify. Donna for sure and a few others. But he would do this every time. He'd go to take a picture and then he'd go, ah! And he was fucking hammered, first of all. But he would almost drop his brand new phone and never did. There was something that would happen between the time it left his hand to the time he caught it. And he would completely sober up and catch that bitch. It was amazing. I was like, bro, that was that your, your hands are unstoppable when you're sober. Holy shit. It was hilarious watching Jared Taylor try to take selfies. He almost dropped Donna's phone, caught it. Unbelievable. Yeah, Donna said five poses later, it would finally snap. Hilarious. Uh, all right, so sounds like my grandma trying to take a picture with her phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got out on timeout from watching San Diego State. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Uh, let's see. CC is the party, I know. Yeah, CC's a blast, man. CC and Ivan were so much fun hanging out with him. Everybody was a great, though. Everybody had a great time. Black Sheep was good to see him. It was just good to see everybody uh, and hang out. I just had a great time. Hey, what's up, Brian Pettit? Good to see you, buddy. All right, now I'm going to say this, and I know he doesn't want to, um, but I have to. I, I want to point this out because it. it, it I know how difficult it, it might have been. But I'm also super proud of him, and it shows uh, that it can be done. But I just got to say, man, shout out, and my hat's off to. My hat's off to, and much love to uh, Charles Garza, Charles G. Uh, Charles, those of you that don't know, uh, and I'm proud of him, and I think it's a huge deal that he should be proud of, but Charles has been sober now for nine months. Charles quit drinking, and he's been sober for nine fucking months. Amazing. Amazing. Sober for nine months, still comes to a party where we're all, you know, there's some drinking going on, and you know what? He doesn't skip a beat. He, he was fun. He was hanging out, and there's, I've, and I was telling him, man, I have family who went through AA, friends who went through AA, and the fact that, He's able to put himself in a situation socially and hang out and, and still have a good time and not feel the need to drink. Mwah! It just says a ton about his willpower and him as a human being and a person. And it's it was so fucking awesome because I was like, man, I hope Charles goes. Um, but I understand if he doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, I know how hard that can be. And so, Charles, buddy, I am just I am so proud of you, man. I am proud of your sobriety. I'm proud of you to be able to go out and hang out and, and and not feel like you have to drink, not slip. It's just amazing, bro. Keep going. We are all proud of you. We all support you. Uh, fucking amazing, dude. Uh, con congrats on your sobriety and congrats on being able to get out and, and hang out and have a good time, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, my hat's off to him. That was that, that, you know, for somebody like me, I'm a, I'm a puss like uh, peer pressure and shit like that. You guys know you're like, take a shot. I'm like, I'm not supposed to be drinking. You guys, come on. Here's a bit. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. And I just Bukaki fucking Jameson all over my face. And so I'm, I'm really proud of him. I really am. Uh, it took a lot. I'm sure. 
And uh, and he got through it. And Charles, I hope you had a good time, and I hope it was fun. And uh, yeah, man, I just I'm I'm proud of you, brother. I really am proud of you. So, uh, what does this say? Surprise, Charles didn't get secondhand drunk from Ivan's drunk yet. Oh, that's a lot of people who are fucking drunk. Cece showed up sober. I was like, what the hell? What is going on? I bet she. I was like, girl, are you sober? She was like, Dude, I just got here. Shit. Uh, so good times, man. But, uh, listen, seriously, I'm not going to do the, uh, shout out to the chat because I got bad news. Today's going to be a shorter show. Uh, I am still grinding it out for this, um, roast of Houston sports on Wednesday. And I unexpectedly yesterday was supposed to be a day where I could, um, take care of a lot of stuff that I needed to get taken care of for Wednesday. Unfortunately, um, while we were at the, the watch party, I got a text from the improv and they were like, Hey, uh, do you want to open for Rob Schneider tomorrow, Sunday? Um, he needs somebody and you know, he wants a clean opener and this, that, and the other. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And it's work is work. Yeah. And that, you know, it's cool. Cause a lot of people are like, Oh man, it's Rob Schneider. And for me, I don't, I just like, I don't give a fuck. I just, it's one it's stage time two it's a check. Uh, so what I ended up doing is I didn't get home until late, obviously from the watch party, um, got just enough sleep, got up, was going to be like, uh, I'm going to smoke a cigar and relax and then do some roast work and fuck no. So I, I had to get the merch ready and, um, right back to the improv. Unfortunately, Rob, so it should have been an easy night, right? We should have started at five o'clock, which we did. First show for Rob Schneider on Sunday was 5 p.m. Second show was 7.30. So it should have been an easy night. Most comedy shows are an hour and a half and you're done, right? So technically, I should have been done at 9, maybe sold merch for like 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes after the show. On the road, no later than 9.30 last night. I got home at midnight. I got home. At midnight. Now, I don't know, for some of you maybe performers or used to perform, let me explain something to you. You don't just come home from performing two sold-out shows at the Houston Improv and then just go to bed. You just, you can't do that. It's just your adrenaline and you're, you're thinking about your set and what I could have done and your interactions with the guy and the crowd and you know, you just there's so much shit and it's just like, fuck, man. <clears throat> uh, so I didn't get home uh, until midnight. Because, and listen, shout out to Rob Schneider, funny dude, nice guy, gave me some great advice writing and about comedy and everything else. Um, but fuck, he went long. First show started at five. Now, it was a two-man show. It was me and then Rob Schneider, and he's been pre prepping for a, uh, a special he's going to shoot in two weeks in Florida. And so he's really kind of running through all of his material. And this was literally his last night to run all of this stuff for his special before he shoots it in two weeks. So they were like, you're going to do 15 minutes, get the crowd warmed up, and then he's going to come out and do the rest of the time for the show. Comedy shows are 90 minutes. So he was going to do 75 minutes. Yeah. And then I was going to do 15. So he was doing an hour and 15. I was doing 15. Done deal. He ended up doing like an hour and 20 Hour and 25, maybe, first show. Not too bad. Not too bad. You know, he's supposed to do an hour and 15, little Tim Max. It's his show. He's a superstar. He can do what he wants. That's cool. Okay. 
Uh, FJ said, ah, damn, I was at the big city next door. No shit. You didn't even come over? Yeah. Um, I'd have got you in for free, too. He was sold out, but I could have got you a seat. He's got it next time. You got to tell me. Um, so that was first show. Second show, same thing. Go up. I do my little 15 minutes. Set goes good. Get off stage. And uh, he proceeds to do two full solid hours of comedy. Two hours. Two hours. And I'm just like, I mean, I, this is awesome. I get to, you know, do this show. And this is about, God damn, I'm ready to go home. I'm tired. Fuck. How is he not tired? How is the crowd not tired? Two straight hours. I was like, well, I guess he's like, yeah, this is it before. But fuck, man. So, yeah, it was it was a brutal night. But um, especially after having, you know, all the stress of everything. But it was, hey, man, I can't complain. You know, this is what I signed up for. But it was been busy and I'm exhausted. And we got one more to go. One more event. Actually, I say that, but I've got like an event Wednesday. And I think I have a show Saturday. <clears throat> Where am I Saturday? Hold on a minute. Oh, yeah, sure enough. I'm at Shane's Saloon. I don't even know where that is. Shane's Saloon on Saturday. So, looks like Friday for sure is going to be all the time off in the world. Uh, Nonetheless, I'm not complaining, man. I'm just, it's a great tired, right? It's a good, it's the best to tired. I could be tired because I'm up late at night uh, stressing because I don't have work. Uh, but instead I'm tired because I've been working and that's great. So I'm not, I'm not bitching, uh, in a bad way, if that makes sense. I don't know where Shane's saloon is. Is it on 1960 Ivan? I really have no idea. No clue. It's, I don't know. I think who reached out? I think it was Jesse Payton. He's like, Hey, you want to do a set? I was like, yeah, fuck. I ain't doing nothing Saturday. I don't have a gig. I'm like, does it pay? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, I'll do it. Uh, so yeah, I have, I have no clue, but, uh, that might be the case. All right. Now let's get to some of the VID watch party negatives. We got all the positives out of the way. Let's start with one of the negatives. I almost had to fight a parking lot attendant. I, and by the way, Chris Reyes, I saw your question. No, Jenny is mom today. Not my fault. She's busy. Not my fault. She's busy. Oh, it's a cougar bar. Oh Lord. It's in Pinehurst. Oh, shit. Well, look at this. They're not going to want me. Um, but yeah, no Jenny's mom today, Reyes. Unfortunately, she had uh, work. So she's unable to get, uh, get here and get her flowers. Uh, but you got me. <laughs> okay. Screw you, pal. Now, um, what the hell was I going to say? Oh yeah, Clarence knows. So this is this is some bullshit, right? So I pull up to uh <laughs> FJ said Google it now, BRB. He's like, FJ's like, oh, Cougars, I'm in. Yeah, fuck them. Talking about the Cougars. No, he's like, I'm talking about the round. Squirt, squirt, Cougars. Um, so I pull up, I got there early, by the way. Fuck all y'all that talk shit about me being late on this show. Okay, by the way, Jared Taylor gave me an earful to cover all of you. All right, Jared Taylor 
got it in for everybody. He was like, hey, Barry, I love you. I love the show. I love being a deckhead. I love the deckheads. I love the community. Uh, you, you're funny. Your, your, your sports takes are amazing. Okay, he didn't say all this. I'm kind of adding to it. He's like, Barry, your sports takes are the best ever, anywhere. Uh, you're the smartest person ever. You're super handsome. Um, what else did I want him to say? Uh, anyways, but he did say, I fucking hate that you're late. He was like, I'm, I'm super punctual and I fucking hate that you're late. I was like, I know buddy. I hate it too. He's like, no, I fucking hate it. Let's take a selfie. Why is it counting down? Like it was hilarious. Uh, but he gave me an earful and, um, I just want you to know, Jared, that I heard you and that's why I was only 10 minutes late to the show today. Anyways, I was uh, early for the sh- uh, for the VID watch party. I got there at 3 p.m. Yeah, suck it, nerds. Watch party didn't officially start till 4.30. I was there at 3, okay? Yeah, and um, when I pulled up, now y'all know I've told the story about the spaghetti warehouse parking lot attendant who was like, uh, hey, what's up, Taco Existential? Uh, I told the story about the parking lot attendant who was the homeless person that took my money and I chased him through downtown for $5 and and he hopped over a bridge. And I told you that story. So I still have PTSD from that, right? Like I don't trust parking lot attendants at all, anywhere. I don't give a shit, right? Especially downtown on game days and shit. Because it happens at the secret group too. There's a parking lot across from the secret group club. And uh, there's just a homeless guy that'll be like, hey, it's $10 to park. And I'm like, no, nah, fam, I'll pay the meter. He's like, oh, you can pay me. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'll just, I don't have cash. I'll just pay that. I don't trust them. And, they, they, and that dude don't work there. Because there's a big sign that says, pay the meter, don't pay the attendee. Or no attendee on staff, pay the box or meter or whatever. So it's just homeless dudes hustling, which fine. I can't knock the hustle. Uh uh, Taco Existential said I never heard it, but I feel like I had enough to just yeah. That's that's the yeah that's the TLDR. I got I got hustled by a homeless guy that said it was five bucks to park at a restaurant. They told me it was free parking. I saw him as I was leaving. I got out of the car. I chased him through downtown Houston. Uh, he jumped over a bridge <laughs> into the darkness, and that's where it started or ended. And then my wife was like, "All that for five dollars?" I was like, "Yeah, it was my five dollars." Anyways, so I pull into the parking lot at Kobo's on Saturday. Um, and as soon as I do, you can always tell because they're too eager to get the money, right? And he hops up and he comes walking over there. He's got his little vest on, his little shirt. Uh, and he's like, um, and it, before he even says anything, I was like, ah, I'll pay the meter. I'll pay the meter. Don't worry. I'm just going to, I'll pay the meter. He was like, uh, no. I was like, I'll pay the meter, bro. I'll pay the meter. So I go. <laughs> Now, remember, this is Houston, Texas, Saturday, April 1st. We've got Final Four in town. We've got uh, Astros. We've got the VID watch party, which was huge. You probably heard about it on the news. People were everywhere. We're talking about it. So there's a lot going on. Parking is going to be, you know, a little pricey. So I go to the meter and I pay $55 fucking dollars to park in this lot. $55. $55. I was like, fuck. So I'm like, whatever. I got, this is close and I'm going to be, you know, whatever. I'll just pay it. I'll just expense it. Whatever. Um, 
Yeah, there was a buttload of people downtown Saturday, Donna. That's true. A fake Lamar Jackson signing? What? I miss that. I totally miss that. Uh, so I paid the 55 bucks. And then I put the thing on my dash, and, and Jenny's mom finally shows. Yeah, 55.35 to be exact. Exactly, Clarence. So then they show up. My, my mom shows up, and she's ready to park, and she pulls over, and uh, he's like, $30. I was like, what? Because I had to help her unload the car, so I, I got her a spot. And, and he's like, it's $30. And I was like, $30? No, fam, it's $55. He goes, no, come with me. And he points to the sign. I don't know why he sounds Russian now. He's never, he wasn't Russian. But he's like, $30. And he points to the sign. I was like, well, then why the fuck did I pay $55 on the box? He goes, $30. I was like, no, bitch. It said $55. And I went and got the receipt. And I said, uh, bro, right there. It says I paid $55. You're telling me it's $30. Give me my change. He's like, $30. I was like, no, bitch. I paid $55. He goes, and then I never understood what he said. I never, I couldn't understand because he would be like, no, you go ahead and I have only that. I'm like, bro, I know what the fuck you're saying. All I know is 55, 30, you owe me some money. Like half to be fucking exact. And uh, yo, Mr. Mina. <laughs> thank you for the hundred biddies, my friend. He said, what's up, Barry? What's up, homie? Good to see you, man. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for the bits. Um, so he's like, I don't know what the dude's saying. So I was like, well, how much is it for her to park? He's like, $30. I said, like, here's the deal. I paid $55. you are telling me it's $30. I paid $25 more. How about she'll give you $10, we'll call it, and then we'll say we're even. No, $30. I was like, hey, man, fuck you. I did. I didn't feel good about it, but I was getting angry. And we had the, the watch party to get to. So I just said, hey, man, fuck you. This is how people get their fucking ass whooped. And my mom was like, son. I was like, I'm a grown ass man. Don't son me. I was like, bro, first of all, you're disrespectful as fuck. Second of all, I don't know what kind of fucking scam you're running out here. But if I'm paying 55 and you're saying it's 30, I want my motherfucking change. I know that guy like super ghetto. And my mom was like, what the fuck? Like she had never really, you know, I was like, bro. And he goes, oh. And he and so my he my mom had thirty dollars, and she goes well here and he goes thirty dollars to park and so she gives him thirty dollars, and uh, and he starts to walk away. And I was like, hey man, just so you know, if today wasn't what it is, I would beat your ass in this fucking parking lot. And he turned around and looked at me. I was like, yeah, I will beat your ass in this parking lot. And my mom was like, okay. You're being a little over the top. And I was like, no, I'm angry. Let me let me talk my shit. All right. Besides, mom, he's like 80 years old. He ain't hurt nobody. Um, I was so mad though, because I can't fucking stand scammers and people that that do that shit. Uh <laughs> Clarence and I saw the entire exchange as proof of this story. Yeah, I know. I, y'all always think I make these up when I'm like, I, but I was like, I will fight this motherfucker. Uh <sighs> He was a dick about it. And I'm like, bro, if you don't know simple math, don't don't fucking come out of here and tell us that. But I ended up, mom paid 30. I paid, we paid $85 for two of us to park. It was fucking ridiculous. And I see y'all talking shit. Chris was like, I'd park for free. Well, fuck you. 
SVG said I saw Isaiah Carey outside of one of the bars when we were leaving. Oh, nice. Oh, right. Like, like uh, in the same complex as Kobo's? Well, fuck, you should have told me, man. I'd have went up and said hi to him. Uh, Clarence, well, he was Congo, huh? <laughs> um, sounds like a coming to America convo. It was fucking aggravating, dude. Because anybody with some common sense could be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, black sheep? Hello from the other side. So, uh, let's say, uh, <laughs> thank you for the 100 bits, Mina. Someone <laughs> sports trying to steal my shine. Well, you know, but Jim sent in exactly 69. I like Thank you, Jim. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, Mina. I appreciate you, man. No, Jim's not stealing your shine. Uh, Alex said that would have been a nice film sesh. Yeah, I was pretty pissed. I, I honestly, I probably shouldn't have acted like that because, you know, I'm going to be an adult. But goddamn, when I get mad, I'm just like, all right, well, how about we just fight, bitch? It's not good. I'm too old for that shit. I just don't like people taking advantage of me and my money. And uh, also, I have PTSD from parking lot attendance. So, uh, all right. So that was one of the big stories. I'm trying to think, was there anything else that I needed to catch up on from the VID watch party before we talk sports or over the weekend? Nothing really crazy. I told you the Rob Schneider stuff, but there was nothing crazy that happened there. Um, the VID watch party, I think I covered everything there. Um, Hop Scholar was a lot of fun. Nothing out of the ordinary. Just a great time. Maybe our best show yet. At Hop Scholar, banging good time, man. What a fun show that was. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just a crazy three-day weekend so far. Uh, if you've ever been to Kobo's during the season, those guys are fucking hard up for that parking money. Also, depending on what's going on, the price goes anywhere from 10 to 60 Yeah, and, like, during the offseason, that parking lot's usually free to park, isn't it? Or have they changed that? Because I remember when Kobo's first opened, you could park along that wall for free. Is that not the case now? They're just out there charging everybody? I don't know. I, I, I there, there needs to be, like, more, I don't know. I don't even think Kobo knows. I think he's just like, I don't fucking know, and he don't care. Thank you, Terrence. Terrence got him a Love Each Other shirt. I appreciate you, fam. Yeah, those shirts have been, I was so surprised. I got to tell you, I don't have one on me. Uh, Yeah, I don't have any. No, I don't have any. Um, but yeah, these, uh, love each other shirts that I started making just cause you know, it's what we do here, right? We end the show by saying love each other. And, um, so I'm, uh, just on a whim, I kind of made them to sell at shows and, uh, just for whatever. And they've really been selling really well. I was very surprised. I mean, it's 2023, you know what I mean? Like this isn't a, there's a lot of hate in this world right now, unfortunately. And so. I just said, uh, you know, I'll just make the shirt and see what happens. Came up with a design I thought people would like, and uh, they've been doing well. So that's exciting. I, I need to put a little branding on there because right now it just says, and that's the that's my dumb dumbass non-marketing self. I don't have my branding on any of this merch. I probably should, other than the Barry on Deck stuff. Yeah, Robert did get the first BOD hat. Yes, he did. He got it at Hop Scholar, and we had a few uh, ready to go for the watch party as well. I want to love each other hat. Yeah, I'm still working on the working out the kinks on the design, but those will exist. I promise you. And so we'll have the uh, welcome to the land where it just don't stop hats, hopefully, Wednesday at the Roast of Houston Sports. All right. All that said, 
I, I, let me just sum it all up by saying, man, if you fucked with me this weekend, Friday night at Hop Scholar, Saturday at the VID watch party, uh, I don't think anybody came to Rob Schneider unless you didn't come up and say hello last night. Nonetheless, I appreciate you all. Heck I love yeah. you to death. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you for supporting this community. It's always appreciated. Speaking of, what's up, Drake? Good to see you, homie. We pregnant. Let's go. What are we going to call it? Uh, <laughs> Dre, nine months of renewal, man. Thank you, buddy. And it was great to see you. And it was great to see uh, Lil Man at, uh, at the watch party on Saturday. Thank you for popping in, man. That meant the world to me. I appreciate that. Uh, and it was great to meet Lil Man. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thank you for coming out, dude. And thank you for resubscribing, man. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, let's get this. Yo, what's up, Lions Dick? Good to see you, fam. I'm good. How are you? Uh, thanks for popping in, man. Uh, we're about to get to some sports right now. Let's do some sports headlines. Let go. All right, there's sports headlines for the day. A big one, a big, big, big one. Uh, the UFC and the WWE have been purchased. Uh, or the people that, I should say, the people that own the, the parent company of the UFC has also now purchased the WWE, creating a $21.4 billion entertainment company. It's absolutely insane. And now you've got this one person that's kind of over both. Plus, you've got Dana White over the UFC. And for now, you've got Vince McMahon over the WWE. That all might change. Um, the crazy thing about this. And Trace, uh, I'm lucky I didn't bet FAU. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, hey, thank you, Heartthrob. I appreciate you, buddy. He said congrats on the BOD, baby. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a blessing. All these stream babies that we've had. Does this mean Dana White is out? I don't think so. Yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about it. Um, I, I one, I I don't think that this means that Dana White is out. I think he knows the business so well, and he's done such a phenomenal job that it's his until it starts to show issue, right? Like, um. I don't know. I, I'm not a big WWE guy, so I can't tell you. But I know Vince McMahon was on the outs for a while because of uh, bribery and um, oh, what's the thing? What's the one Trump's going through? Hush money, basically. There was some sexual misconduct allegations that were levied, and he, he tried to pay hush money to those folks. So he was gone for a while, but now he's back, and he and he helped to orchestrate the sale of the WWE to this company. That might be an easy way for him to exit now. Because a guy like Vince McMahon is a prideful dude. And he's not one to just walk away disgraced. So he came back, orchestrated the sale, and now it's probably a good way for him to be like, well, now that we've done this, it's time for me to ride off into the sunset. So he kind of got to control the narrative. And just like in wrestling, he gets to write his own ending. Makes sense, right? He gets to script uh, who he loses the belt to. What do they call it? Who he? Uh, what is in the in the? Uh, what's the? What's the? Well, there's a wrestling term for when you let people win. I don't remember. Um, what the hell? Oh, there's. I was like, is there a hair on my face? It was on the screen. But yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing, Mina. I want to talk about that for a second too. But I don't think I don't think that Dana White is on the outs. I mean, he did have the issue where he slapped his wife at a club in Mexico, <clears throat> and that's a problem. 
But that's I don't think that's enough to get Dana White run out of the UFC. And I think he still is doing enough to uh, hang around. However, um, if there starts to show problems, then I could see him being ousted. But he's been with that company for a long time. So they've already owned the UFC for a while. What I worry about, my, my big concern in all of this, and I don't know it to happen. I don't have any inside info that it would happen. I mean, I, have, I know a lot of people in the UFC. I haven't even talked to any of them about it yet. It just, I just found out about it this morning. I knew there was rumors about it. Uh, but I haven't talked to anybody yet. But um, I worry that they're going to, for a lack of a better word, cross swords. They're going to start blending the two. And that's been a concern of mine with the UFC for a long while now, really. I've always been a little concerned that the UFC was was going to venture into WWE territory that you were going to start jobbing there it is that you were going to start that you were going to start seeing this theatrical bullshit and it's a sport you know there's no there's no there's theatrics in a lot of sports I get that but we already have that in the UFC with walkouts but I remember a while back Tito Ortiz was supposed to fight I don't remember who it was. It was in Bellator. And um, he had a manager or a trainer with him, but the trainer had on a mask, and they were doing an interview in the in the cage, in the for lack of a better word, octagon, even though it's not an octagon. That's strictly UFC, but it was Bellator's cage, whatever it is. Decagon, Hexagon, uh, Hegon, Shegon. I don't know what the fuck it was. Uh, but And then Tito Ortiz, I swear to God, He's like, yeah, well, this is my trainer staff, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, check it out. And then the guy takes his mask off, and it was his opponent's ex-trainer. And it, oh! and it just felt like wrestling. And look, I got no, I got no, I, I'm apathetic to wrestling at this point in my life. I don't give a shit. I don't judge you if you like wrestling. You like what you like. I, it's not for me. Like, I was watching a little bit of uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania? Russell? WrestleMania, isn't that how Vince McMahon says it? The way he says wrestling drives me fucking crazy. Like, bro, it's your shit. How do you not know how to say wrestling? He's like wrestling. But I was watching, uh, I was watching some of the the WWE WrestleMania with Eric Resendez and uh, Penguin Katie and, and uh, Josh, her husband, and I was just like, I just can't do this. Like, I literally can't watch this because. Having been around MMA for so long is just too over the top fake for me. Like, this is not how any of this works. This is not how the human body works. This is not how fighting works. I mean, Lita's on the fucking top rope, and there's three chicks, and they're standing there waiting on her big ass to climb up because she slipped. And so, what do you spot? You're standing there like this. Like, nobody does that in a real fucking fight. And I can't, I can't suspend belief for that. I can't get past the reality of it. All right. So I say all that to say there's got to be a clear separation. This is on one side, you've got the UFC. That is sport. That is not scripted. That is not fake. If you want to put some pageantry and pomp and circumstance around intros and beefs and all that, that's fine. You know, you're cutting wrestling style promos to sell a pay-per-view. 
I get that. But I want to make sure that we don't get too far into wrestling territory where we have scripted storylines now. Even though in a way, you know, they'll they'll still have that. But a lot of that occurs naturally. Um, you know, there's some, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of um, created hate between fighters in the UFC. But I just, I just need this to be a clear separation. I just need the UFC to remain a legitimate sport. And I need wrestling to do its thing and remain entertainment. I just, I just, this is my huge fear. Because when you're the company that's over both of these, you're like, well, uh, over here we're bad at this, and over here we're bad at that. Let's, uh, let's cross swords. Let's make it happen. So I, and I don't know if that's going to happen or not. So <clears throat> Sean says I judge people to watch wrestling. I don't know what that means. Now, that would be, I don't know how I feel about that, Charles. Mark said, I miss pride intros. Oh, no shit, bro. No shit. B. Hannon said it's a sitcom for men. And I get that, but um, just don't, you know, don't bring it into my documentary, I guess is the best way. Man, Charles says UFC Mania 2024, bro. I'm going to tell you right now, Charles, I don't know how I would feel about that if they did that. How would you guys feel? For those of you that love the uh, <laughs> Dre with the cross swords, there's going to be crossover, but they'll run them both separate from each other. I mean, says you. Oh, so they say. Yeah, there's going to be crossover, but they'll run them separate. Well, what's the crossover? Like, Okay, I realized that Ronda Rousey was a legit fighter and she went to the WWE. I realized that Brock Lesnar was a legit wrestler in college, went into the WWE, left, went and fought MMA, and then went back. And, the, and, and we were talking with Eric Resendez was talking about that. He was like, that was kind of hard after that. Like, you got to watch Brock Lesnar beat the best fighters in the world in the UFC. And then he goes back to the WWE and all of a sudden all these fucking nobodies are kicking his ass. It's just hard to believe that. So I don't know what kind of crossover there's going to be. I don't know if they mean like from a co-promotion standpoint, like what Charles just suggested, UFC mania, where the bill, the pay-per-view is split. Right. There's legit MMA matches and then there's wrestling matches and then you got to watch both. And maybe they're trying to get you to become a fan of one and the other. And I don't know. I feel like and maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like. Um, it's easier for wrestling fans to become fans of MMA and the UFC than it is for, you know, hardcore MMA UFC fans to become fans of wrestling. Maybe I'm wrong with that. Am I wrong? Chat, uh, you know, let me know. But if there's some sort of UFC mania, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I want to have to sit through wrestling matches that I'm not interested in to watch a UFC card. That doesn't excite me. I don't I don't want that. I just just let me it'd be like uh it okay, let me let me explain what this would be like. Um it would be why didn't that work? I hate this. B. 
bitch ass motherfucker. Uh, it would be like if the NBA and the Globetrotters merged. There's a there's a company that buys the NBA and then they buy the Globetrotters and now they own both. And now, now you got to watch the Phoenix Suns play the Globetrotters, or or maybe maybe you get you 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 have uh the the you know the Washington Generals are now in the NBA, but they still go play the Globetrotters. Or maybe you know you're gonna go oh uh All Star game oh no it's the uh, All Star Globetrotters game, or maybe it's uh. NBA Finals and the Globetrotter Finals. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's another good one. The and one mixtape. Good point, Cisco. Same fucking thing. Now, now if and one and the NBA combined, now you got guys on the court being like, oh, KD with the wicked crossover. <laughs> like, no thanks. I enjoy those things. I like those things. But I need those things to be separate from these things. Like, we can't just, you know, blend everything all the time. So, no thanks. I don't need the Savannah Bananas in Major League Baseball. Right? I don't need and one and the Globetrotters in the NBA. And I don't need WWE in the UFC. No, thank you. Alan Denson, thank you for the Alan Denson, buddy. Mucho appreciated, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, John Cena in the octagon. And that's the other thing. I wonder how many of these fucking yahoos think they're going to be able to. These it, it, don't, don't get mad at me for saying this, okay? But how many of these fake fighters think, oh, you know what? It's not that much different. It's physical. I get hurt. I'm going to go do it. What was it? CM Punk? Come on, fam. Stop this. Um, I wasn't a fan of ALES. What is that? Because he brought uh, of ales at either because he brought the WWE nonsense. If I want to watch a play, I'll take my kids to Disney. Nice. Oh, edit. I wasn't a fan of Lesnar in the UFC because he brought the WWE nonsense. Yeah, he brought some of it, but you know what? He's still at the end of the day. Again, I get the pomp and circumstance and some of the pageantry and you know, they tried some of that shit, but at the end of the day, Brock Lesnar still had to get in there and fight. He still had to get in there and fight real people in a real fight. So it'd be like if the Cowboys and the Ringling Brothers Circus merged. Damn it, Tony. WWE is worth a few NFL teams combined. It's pretty crazy. I mean, they have built a powerhouse uh, business over there, it's insane. Uh, <laughs> so, so Tony says it would be like the Cowboys and the Ringling Brothers circus merging and Charles goes, don't talk shit about the Ringling Brothers, Tony. I love it. It's hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. I was at Brock Lesnar had some UFC success. Oh yeah. No, no, I get it. I mean, you know, for guys that came from uh, WWE to the UFC, Lesnar's really the only one. <clears throat> CM Punk failed. I think there was one other guy. Um, but uh, yeah, but but you got to understand too. Brock Lesnar was a legitimate wrestler, college wrestler, 
and Olympic wrestler, I guess, in a way. I don't know if it was, I don't know if he actually went to the Olympics or not. Like, like Ronda Rousey was a uh, Olympic judo gold medalist before she fought in the UFC. And judo is a martial art, so it's mixed martial arts. Judo combines some jiu-jitsu, some karate. It's just got some different things, a lot of throws. Um, so... You know, these are these are folks that had legitimate backgrounds in martial arts. What they did with it, you know, Ronda went from judo to the W or to the UFC. Lesnar went from wrestling to the WWE to the UFC and then back. So, I mean, yeah, that's I get that, and I, I respect that. If you can fight, you know what I mean. Yep, Henry Cejudo, uh, Olympic uh, wrestler. Too bad he couldn't fucking make weight ever. Uh, Daniel Cormier was a, uh, legit wrestler. Yeah. Shamrock though, but Shamrock, no, he did do the UFC, right? Yeah. Shamrock was a UFC guy, right? That's a good point. I know he was uh, MMA, but was it UFC? Uh, his, yeah. Cause he is 40. He is 28, 17 and two as a mixed martial artist, but he started, I think in like Pancrase and all that shit. Yeah. He was in Pancrase from 93 to 96 and then the UFC from 93 to 96. Okay. Yeah. Super fight champ. Uh, and then pride from 2000, 2002 to 2005. Yeah. I knew pride back to the UFC for some reason. I, I, I was like, I couldn't remember. I don't know why, but yeah, he's actually a UFC hall of famer. I didn't even know that. That's that's crazy. But yeah, Ken Shamrock is a guy uh, who did it. And that's fine, right? Uh, another interesting one that might be one of those guys back in the day was like a Kurt Angle. Was he, a, I don't even know his real backstory, but if he was like a legit wrestler, maybe so. All I'm saying is what I don't want is guys to come over that, um, you know, aren't don't have legit mixed martial arts backgrounds and aren't really going to fight. So Dre said Cormier and big country. Nelson got booed out of Toyota center on that. Uh, Kane dos Santos undercard. I was at that one. That was bad. That was a real bad. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm just, I'm concerned. I'm very concerned, uh, uh, about it. So yeah. Angle was the Olympian. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't legit. So there are some guys that could do it. I just, just don't make it fake. You got a good thing going. I'm, I'm a little nervous. All right, back to the uh, sports headlines. We beat that to death. Uh, an agent, the agent for Jalen Carter has said that he will not visit any team that has a pick outside of the top 10. He is only, he's visiting 10 teams. That's it. Jalen Carter's agent says he's only going to visit with teams that have a top 10 pick. It's calculated risk. My thought when I saw this, because if you didn't know, he showed up like 300 plus pounds. He was fat and out of shape. And people were like, oh, what's going on? Uh, And my only thought when I saw this was this has got to be Jalen Carter's agent uh, trying to take back the narrative, right? Trying to correct the narrative that, oh, man, he showed up. That's the last thing we heard. He's fat and out of shape. And by saying, hey, listen, we're only talking to top 10 picks. You're kind of taking some of the power of your stardom and you're taking some of the power of who you are and, and what your worth is back by saying, I don't want to go to uh, 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 the number 15 team in the draft. 
We deserve to be a top 10 pick. So if you're going to draft us outside of the top 10, do so at your own risk. It'll be interesting, though, if nobody in the top 10 takes him. Let me look at the draft again. I mean, the chances are it's going to happen. It's a, it's a really high likelihood. Here is the uh, 2023 draft order. There we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Man, I've got to get some of that honey tea bullshit. This is proof. Um, there we go. So, obviously, Carolina, the Texans, and then the Cardinals have the top three. Colts are four. Seahawks are five. Detroit, six. Vegas, seven. Atlanta, eight. Chicago, nine. Philly, ten. Uh, so, that means, like, if, you know, the Titans wanted him, they're not going to be able to meet with him. You're going to have to draft him without interviewing or visiting. Um, yeah, and Alex, someone will, excuse me. If no one picks him, that would be outstanding. It would be kind of funny, but I don't think that'll happen. Uh, Jim on sports says, is he even going to be in the top 10? Uh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I I think so. I, in fact, I would be surprised. I would be willing to bet you that at some point a team would might jump up. Let's say he gets past Chicago, which I don't know how he would, uh, at nine, but, um, I could see somebody wanting to trade with the Eagles and them trading down, but they have a ton of holes that fill on defense too. I mean, remember the Eagles lost a lot of talent in this past free agent market. So yeah, they need a Jalen Carter type hundred percent. So I think he could fall to 10, but I, I definitely think he goes, let's look at a, let's find a couple of mock drafts. Who do you guys, besides our boy Lance Zerline, who's the who's the most reliable? Let's just Google it. Who is the most? We did this before the show, and I forgot. Accurate mock drafter. Sports Kita NFL draft protections. Who's the most accurate? Uh, no, Kuiper. No, there was like a whole chart. Somebody Somebody charted this. Uh, 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 fuck where to go fantasy oh maybe it was the Albert Breer let's see fantasy pros NFL mock draft accuracy here you go there you go we looked at this before uh, once the Texans trade for Lamar picking him at number two will be good Eagles and Niners, very on deck. Both lost a few starters. Yep. Uh, Eagles defense, damn near gone. Yep. Groundhog Day. Groundhog is the most accurate of them all. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so here's like a, here's a list of the accurate mock drafters. So points by category. You got player rank, position, team, draft slots. They're giving points for all that. Albert Breer, the Monday morning quarterback, uh, appears to be the, the best predictor. Uh, that was the 2022 NFL mock draft. Charlie Campbell of Walter football. Walter football is a really underrated source for info. If you're looking for stuff on teams and drafts and all that shit, where's our boy LZ at? Let's see. Stags, Friedman, Schrager. Lance came in at 38, but he was tied with. Uh, Jonathan Jones, Ryan McChrystal, LZ, uh, Jason Pruitt, and Josh Norris. So, not bad. 153, and the winner was 177. Okay. Well, let's go see. Uh, let's try to find Albert Breer's 
2023 mock draft and see what he says. Let's go. Uh, Albert Breer, 2023 mock draft. Hey, there it is. Wait a minute. No, that's not him. That's not him, you little sneaker, Matt Johnson. That is falsy advertising there, pal. Uh, what is this? Albert Breer, January 23rd. So this is a little old. We've had a lot of shit come out since then. I don't see anything newer. Uh, but here's what he had. Uh, Jalen Carter going one to the Bears, but that has since changed. So has he released a new mock? January 23rd, Albert Breer mock draft. One month ago. Come on, bro. Uh, oh, here's the BS meter. Uh, Seahawks will leapfrog Colts to pick Anthony Richardson at three. I don't see how that's happening. <clears throat> I just want Albert Breer's latest mock draft. What the hell? How did I spell latest? Damn it, man! 23 mock draft. He's only done one. Well, fuck. Um, so let's try another one. Let's go, let's go see what our boy LZ's doing. Uh, where's where what the where's it at? Pro days, what's trending? TJ's draft. Boy, they don't make it easy to find, huh? Uh, let's see. Do I even see it up here? Here we go. Draft. Surprise and round. Oh, there we go. Mock draft. What is, is this LZ? No. Bucky Brooks. Don't care about. No. Damn Bucky Brooks. I'm looking for LZ. Now, Bucky Brooks has CJ Stroud, Bryce Young going one and two. Will Anderson three. Wilson. So Jalen Carter five to the Seahawks. Uh, but I want I want LZ's latest. Where the fuck is it? Let me. I don't like typing in. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lance's earline mock draft. <sighs> this came out March seventh, so that's pretty pretty uh pretty darn accurate, or pretty darn close. <laughs> All right. So LZ says, "Oh fuck, he still has the Bears. Never mind. Forget it." Yeah, Posh said check Twitter. Uh, Alex said Carter and Philly cheesesteaks equals Zion and gumbo. That's funny. Well done, Alex. <clears throat> Ask Gilbert for a mock draft. Mock drafts are like bra brackets. Get a few right, then start busting. Yep. Yep. That's a tough business to be in, man. Trying to predict that shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, let's see where LZ had said that uh, Carter would go fifth to the Seahawks as well. So there you go. I mean, he's probably going to go top 10, but I don't know. Maybe teams getting a little gun shy about the weight. I think this was back before he showed up. Let's see if he mentions it. Uh, yeah, following cards the rest of the day, we obviously have to see the situation plays out. But yeah, well, we'll find out. We'll find out. So there you go. There's some news on that. Andrew Wiggins is nearing a return to the Golden State Warriors. We talked with Joel Blank uh, last week about the Warriors a couple weeks ago, actually. Uh, and he was uh, of the opinion that it's like getting it's like making a trade. You know, you get a you get a superstar back on that team just in time for the playoffs, which makes them a much bigger threat than they already are. So uh, Warriors going to get uh, 
Andrew Wiggins back soon, according to sources. And lastly, I don't know why I have a picture of Aaron Judge here for this. I forgot to replace it, but Freddie Couples. If you don't know, the Masters is coming up this weekend, I believe, right? Is it the Masters this weekend? If I'm not mistaken, Masters. Yeah, April 6th through the 9th. Okay. Um, but Freddie Couples in a little bit of hot water. Not a lot. Not a lot. Uh, you know, nothing nothing major, but he had some not-so-flattering things to say uh, about uh, Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia after they jumped ship to the LIV golf tour. And it was one of those things where he said he was taking shots because they took shots. Um, speaking of reporters, after a practice round ahead of the Masters at Augusta National, a couple said he doesn't dislike any of the players. Um... This was his quote. Quote, I have no problem with any of them. Just please don't bash a tour that I have 43 years invested in. It bothers the hell out of me. They don't bother me. They really don't. They're golfers. I'm a golfer. I respect them all. Um, During a PGA Tour Championship breakfast last month in Newport, couples referred to three times Masters champion Phil Mickelson as a, quote, nutbag, and Spain's Sergio Garcia as a, quote, clown. Now, this is another quote from Couples. Couples said this at the breakfast. Quote, if you're giving Phil Mickelson $200 million at age 52 to shoot 74 and 75, God bless you. Wow. He went on to say about, uh, let's see. Oh, wait. He said, on my radio show, I've told everyone, Sergio is one of the top 10 players I've ever seen hit a ball. But if he's going to make comments about the tour that I play, I'm going to make a comment back, and if it's offensive, I apologize, but they're on another tour. Go play and have a good time. <clears throat> uh, where did he go? I forgot what he, where did, he said something about Sergio. Well, but he said, he added to this, um, you know, I'm not expecting anything different. I've made comments, but they need to understand if they're looked at anything I've ever said. I call myself the same stuff I'm calling them. I just don't think they should bash the PGA Tour or anybody. Just go play golf. Tomorrow night will be great dinner. Uh, will be a lot of fun. So he didn't walk it back. He didn't, you know, he got called out for it, and he wasn't like, ah, I'm not, I'm not dead at all. He stood by it. I'm like, look, this is what I said. Um, tough shit. Look at Potch. Why is there a picture of Judge by that headlight? Because I forgot to swap it out, Potch. Okay, I was scrambling. I was already late. God. Yeah, I forgot to fucking change the picture. I'm an idiot. That's all. WWE needs to have a fairway brawl event. I hate you, Alan Denson. God damn it, I hate you. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Amos, Amos, that could be a completely out of shape star Wiggins. Uh, Yeah, but I imagine if he's close to returning, he's trying to get his win back. Ain't nothing like game action, though. Ain't nothing like live rounds, as they say. Uh, But yeah, you're right. But the deeper they make it uh, into the playoffs, he'll be limited on minutes, I'm sure, early, which is why it'd be great if they could get him back for a few games before the playoffs. But nonetheless, hey, listen, I'll take uh, an out-of-shape or um, at least out-of-game shape wind uh, stamina Andrew Wiggins over whoever else got his slot. You know what I mean? Because you think about that, uh, when he lo- le- you know when they lost him, 
they didn't they didn't replace him with someone of equal or lesser of equal value or greater. They moved everybody up and brought in whoever. So I'll take it. I love you, buddy. I love you, Alan. Uh, he's also 63. Yeah. What has Couples done lately? Fred Couples is the Dallas Cowboys of golf. Boy, the Cowboys hate is real in chat today. Save it for the roast show on Wednesday. Um, so there you go. There are your uh, sports headlines. For now, we've got a few other things to get to. Again, I hate to do this to you deckheads. And y'all know normally I wouldn't. I would do this until five, but I just have uh, a shit ton of stuff that I need to get done before the roast. So we're going to call it today at four o'clock. I'm sorry. Boo. I still need to fix that horn because it still repeats itself. It's super weird. Um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to call it. Um, but, but. Uh, once this shit is over, we're back to our normal schedule and don't have to worry about it anymore. But I got to get I got I still have a shit ton of stuff to get done before the show on Wednesday. I did uh, confirm. And for those of you that don't know, for those of you living in Houston uh, that didn't know, uh, April 5th, Houston Improv doors at six shows at 730. Where's my new thing I made? I made a new. Uh... Oh, I didn't upload it. Damn it. I got I got a new flyer. I'm going to post it soon. Uh, but yeah, we're doing a show called The Roast of Houston Sports. I'm very excited about this. It's a pet project I'm trying to make happen. I'm really trying to do more um, sports comedy crossover shows in Houston. And I'd love to keep doing them with the with the Houston Improv. So it's really important for me if you guys come to this uh, and show up and, and uh, support it. And I know I've asked a lot of you with Friday and Saturday and, to, and Wednesday and um, but this is, if I can, if we can have a decent show and have a fun show and a good show, uh, we could do more of that kind of stuff and, and hear me out here. That could lead us to being able to do some Barry on deck stuff at the Houston improv. So making this show happen first and foremost and getting people through the door and interested in it is huge. Um, I'm also just working on some promo stuff, <clears throat> different things. Uh, but I'm excited because the lineup is outstanding. It's myself, Jesse Payton, Nathaniel Amador, and Kanis Nana. And, and all of those, I think Nathaniel's the only one that hadn't been on the show, but the rest of those guys have. Also on the show, Paul Gallant from ESPN 97.5 is going to be a guest roaster. He's going to come in and do some roasting. First time Paul's ever done any kind of stand-up. So props to Paul Gallant for saying yes. A lot of people would be nervous and be like, nah, I don't want to go up there and bomb or look bad. Paul was like, fuck yeah, dude. This is going to be awesome. So Paul Gallant's going to be there uh, as a special guest roaster. And I'm excited. Um, a, a local guy, a Houston guy who uh, is a huge sports fan. He's a stand-up comedian, but he's also an Emmy Award winning writer for Saturday Night Live. I didn't even know this, but he wrote for uh, In Living Color and a whole bunch of other shit. But uh, T-Sean Shannon, also a friend of the show. He's done the show before. But T-Sean Shannon, an Emmy Award winning Saturday Night Live writer, is going to come out and do some time on the show and talk sports and make jokes. And I'm fucking thrilled about it. So we do have some special guests in the house. 
um, that, you know, bring some clout with them. So that's cool. And I'm trying to get others and a lot of people are busy and, and it's a Wednesday. I get it. It's difficult. It's not, I can't control that, but, uh, I'm doing the best to give you guys a, a fun show. And the, 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 the way the show is going to work is the first hour of the show is just going to be stand up. So if you're not into roasting or you're like, ah, that's not my, uh, you're still going to get a full solid hour of some fantastic stand up, five stand up comics. We're going to each, uh, do a full hour for you. All right. Total. Um, so probably, you know, 10, 15 minutes each. Uh, I know T Sean said he wanted to do 10. And so, uh, the rest of us will split up that time. So there's that. And then the roast itself and the roast is going to be fun because not only are we roasting Houston sports, Houston sports fans, Houston sports teams, the players, the coaches, the water boy, the front office, the owners, um, the, the legends of the past teams of the past, but anyone can get it. Will there be cowboy jokes there? You bet your dirty ass. There's going to be cowboys jokes on the roast. Uh, is there going to be, um, I don't know. New Orleans saints jokes. Probably maybe. I mean, they're not really relevant anymore, so probably not, but there could be. Um, yeah, it's just no, nothing and nobody is off limits, especially in the sports world. Even the comics ourselves can be roasted. And I'm encouraging that. In fact, I'm giving them some stuff that they can roast me about if they want to write jokes about it. And I think we're all going to exchange some details. So it's a roast. And, and they always say you roast the ones you love. And I love Houston sports. I've been a lifelong sports fan in Houston. And um, yeah. It's just, it's going to be a lot of fun and a, just a great night of laughs. So leave your feelings at the door. If you're like, well, I love my team. I don't want you to, it's, it's all in good fun. Um, and I feel like I have to say that specifically to Cowboy fans. <laughs> see, I'm already roasting. What's up, Animus? Good to see you. Uh, what's up, Miggy? It's Miggy's birthday, y'all. Happy birthday, Miggy. <laughs> it's, ne it's never uh, Miggy's birthday, but... Uh, Lions Dan, what's up? Said that is going to be too funny. Anyway, we can watch online. Now, unfortunately, no, I'm going to record it. Uh, I am going to have some cameras there. I'm going to try to record the whole thing and, and have some clips to post because I would love to be able to, um, do it again and expand it. And I got to tell you, I, I was going to try this. So at Kobo's on Saturday, and I still might try to do it. Okay. I still might try to do it. All he can say is no, but uh, I was there and Kobo was like, hey, yeah, Aaron uh, Foster is going to be here in a little bit. Now, back uh, a year or so ago, I used to, before I stopped getting my haircut um, and doing it, started doing it myself again, I used to go to J-Ro, my barber. A lot of you guys know that. And uh, Aaron Foster, um, J-Ro is Aaron's barber as well. And so Arian and I would kind of, you know, bump into each other and talk sports and talk shop or whatever. And I never really, we never really talked sports because I'm not that dude. You know, I was on uh, ESPN radio at the time and he was retired doing his thing. And I didn't want to be all like, oh, I'm a big fan. So, you know, what we actually talked was comedy and he had done a set before. And he loves comedy. So when I was there and Raul was like, yeah, Arian's going to come by later. My first thought was, so? Like, I don't get, that's not me. I don't, I don't give a shit. Did you tell him I was going to be here? No, I don't do that. But, uh, but then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I'd love to have him come out and do a set. Now, that would be dope. That would be dope. 
And so I was waiting for him to get there, and then I missed him. He walked in and left. And I was like, well, fuck, I didn't even get to say, hey, yo, what's up, bro? Uh, you know, you probably don't remember this fine. We met at uh, J. Rose, but uh, <clears throat> you want to do? You want to come out and do a set. So I still might try to make that happen. There's just not a lot of athletes in this city that are into comedy as well, but I would love to, going forward, if nothing else, try to make that happen. So I'm definitely going to uh, try to get him on. Um, he did a roast for 610 a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, so we'll see. Those roasts are always the, the six, no, no knock on 610, but like the roast of Bum Phillips or the roast of whoever, it's always a little subdued. It's not a true roast because a true roast is nothing's off limits. Fuck your feelings. We're going to get after it. And that's fine. I mean, you know, that's why I don't do a lot of them because I'm kind of sensitive and I don't need. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so, you know, when they do those sports roasts, a lot of times they tend to to really uh, not go all the way like they should. In fact, if you just Google the roast of Bum Phillips and watch it, um, it was all like, oh, Bum Phillips doesn't uh, Bum Phillips doesn't know how to manage timeouts. <laughs> but he makes delicious sausage. I love you, bum. Until John Wesling, stand-up comedian, first, sports talk guy, second, got up there and was like, oh, we roasted? Well, fuck this shit. Bow, bow, bow. And just took shots at everybody. Roasted the shit out of bum. Was pissed. Wanted to fight him like it was, oh. And, yeah. So they don't do that. So is it going to be that bad? I don't know. I'm not telling these guys what they can and can't say. It's a fucking roast. Write your jokes. Let's do it. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Um, You barely missed them. I told you too late. Yeah, that was your fault, Ivan, you jackass. You damn jackass. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, What would be funny, though? Oh, Sage Rosenfels? No. We could roast him, though. Yeah, honestly, this is going to be a good time. I, I believe so. Uh, what does it say? Oh, Alan wants me to do a shot. I'll do a shot. Even though I got work to do, you know what? I'll I'll do a shot. Well, look at that. that shirt is so pretty. I had to order. It was all a stream. Um, I had to order all these shits that I'm designing because I need to get samples before I start trying to sell them to people. Um, but I got this one in. I got the uh, eat, sleep, stream, repeat. And then uh, streamer things. So I'm pretty excited. So you're going yeah, to be seeing a lot of these shirts for a while as I order samples and check them out. All right, yeah, shots for Charles. Shots uh, <clears throat> shots for Charles, but shots for everybody. Shots for the whole damn crew. Our neighbor at the hotel is a 6'10 guy. Oh, sorry about that. Let's see. All right. Shots for Charles for being a trooper at the very important deckhead watch party. And uh, shots for you guys for hanging out. And then a shot for having to leave early today. Got to cut it at four, not going to five because daddy's got a lot of shit to do to get ready for that final show. And then I can breathe for a little while. Oh, by the way, uh, I mentioned, let me just bring it up one more time, but... um, you know, once again, shout out to everybody that came out to the uh, VID watch party. This was not everybody. This was everybody that showed up on time, didn't leave early or get there late. Uh, but I told you guys this would happen. And um, I said that there were uh, 50 
RSVPs to the party. And we could go back. I could clip it. We could go back and I could find it for you. But I told you what I gave you a number. I was like, oh, there's 50 RSVPs for the VID watch party. We'll have somewhere between 25 and 35 people show up. 10 years of uh, experience in comedy. People telling me they're coming to the show. RSVP in on Facebook events. That's about, and that's a, that's a high number. Kobo, I was talking to Kobo about it. He was like, shit, I don't even do that much. He's like, I might do 30% max. That's two. That's true too. But, um, 31 people showed. We had 31 check-ins. So your boy kind of knows. Now look, I get it. You guys are like, ah, you're so negative. Mm, no, it's just reality. Uh, but one more time, shout out to everybody that came. And uh, good news, Jenny is mom and uh, Angie is sister. They're already, already starting to plan the next uh, deckhead get together. So if you're not on the Patreon and you want to join us, get your ass on the Patreon, especially if you live in Houston, get your ass on the Patreon and come hang out with us. Uh, get on there anyways to support the the show. But this is, uh, because we're leaving early, this is, uh, thanks for fucking with me over the weekend. I know I had a lot of shit going on and still got a lot of shit going on. And this is also, especially for Charles Garza, homie, super proud of you, man. Uh, could not be more proud of you to, to come to an event and hang out with us and not drink and keep your sobriety. I love you, buddy. I'm proud of you. I love you, deckheads. Thank you so much for all the support. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, oh god damn it that's bad but that's not as bad as the shot that i did <laughs> miggy be there at five that's not as bad as the shot i did with cc at the watch party god damn that was awful oh yeah it was the fucking worst she did a vodka pickle shot you just do a shot of vodka and then a shot of pickle juice the pickle juice was fucking awful. I'd rather sit there and just shoot Jameson straight. It was terrible. Uh, Nick, I'm glad you had a good time, buddy. I really am. Uh, get to work, Alan. What? What did Alan say? Um, Not much. I got poison ivy on my neck. Bro, that's the worst, Brian. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I fucking hate it. And you know what's crazy about that, Brian, is I got poison ivy. We were doing a, um, the deckheads, we all got together um, at uh, Special Pals, which is a uh, no-kill shelter here in Houston, uh, animal shelter, not a, like a people shelter. That'd be weird if there was like a, oh, we're a no-kill hospice. What? <laughs> we're a no-kill senior facility. Huh? Um. But yeah, we all got together and did like a bunch of work cleaning up the outside because there's weeds and shit were overgrown. And I got fucking, your boy got poison ivy. I have a scar. You see that? That is not, uh, I don't really have that on the other side as pronounced because I got hit with a fucking poison ivy thing, whichever way. I had it here and here and here and on my, it was a fucking nightmare. So I feel sorry for you, buddy, because that is not fun. That sucks. And what sucks is they tell you, like, if you get it on you right away, you may have a chance with their, the cleaner and stuff. But once it's on you, you're fucked. 
and like if you like, I had uh, my, I brought some uh, gardening tools and stuff like that. Once the residue's on there, it can stay on there for up to a year. So you could have like some shears that you used, and if they get poison ivy like on the handle, you could get it again and not even know it. Um, so skinny jean siding. Shut up, flip. Yeah, mods find a raid. My stupid face cousin was there. No, uh, Chris Mina didn't show. Christopher Mina. I don't know what happened. He didn't. Uh, I, I got to go look and see if he RSVP. Uh, it's all good, Alan. Although Alan did RSVP twice, he had like four RSVPs. I was like, okay, you can't, you can't do that, buddy. My superpower is poison ivy. Doesn't affect me. God, you're lucky, bro. You're so lucky. Did you get Jenny her Fubo hookup? Not yet, Potch, but really appreciate that. Thanks for. Uh, yeah, thanks for putting that guilt on me. Like, I fucking needed that. <sighs> Jesus. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Um, But no, her and Angie, I'm so excited. They're actually working on something. They said maybe May. And it uh, it actually is an idea that Jen and I have discussed before and shared with you guys. So I won't say much more than that, but we'll see if it happens. Uh... Oh, Nick, you did the vodka shot too. Let's see. I love pickleback shots. Ugh. Gotta love a pickleback shot. They're the worst lion's den. No, you don't have to love it. They're fucking awful. They're, they're, it was just, I was like, who the fuck, who thought of this? You should have seen Ivan after he did a shot of Woodford Reserve. Hey. Was he like, uh -huh, my pussy hurts. I did like that CC was like, uh, every time Barry talks about my mom on the show, he makes her sound like some, some fucking hood. Cause I'm always like, Oh, CC. She's like, my mom doesn't sound like that at all. She's like, hello, my name is Carol. I was like my bad. I didn't mean to give your mom like a racist, uh, Mexican accent. That's my bad. So the hose will help you get the poison ivy off. No, Dre. That's not how that works. Let your mom watch the Astros, bro. It's not my job. Okay. My job is not to babysit my mom's TV watching habits, bro. She's a grown-ass woman. If she can't fucking get the Astros on her own, that ain't my fault. And then I thought, well, some of y'all have shared your passwords with me, so fuck. Not anymore, though, FCC. Look at that. Me and Poison Ivy have something in common. <laughs> Once I'm on you, you're fucked. <laughs> That's outstanding, Claire. Uh, Alan said, can't be too sure, but I am the only two-time VIP. That is true, buddy. That is true. Angie said a potluck. Let me tell you something. She did. She came up to me. Uh, who said that? Who said that? Uh, Charles G said, Angie said we were going to do a potluck next time. Yeah. You know who put the squash on a fucking deckhead potluck? Your boy. Okay? I love you guys. Love y'all to death. But I've not seen all of your fucking kitchens, and I love you, but I feel like some of y'all's houses are dirty as fuck. And if you think I'm going to risk eating some macaroni and cheese potluck bullshit that you bring from your fucking house with roaches and rats and fucking homeless people living behind your refrigerator, I don't fucking think so. And that is not a knock on you as an individual, whoever you are taking this personally. What I'm telling you is I don't do potlucks. I never did potlucks in the corporate world, and I ain't about to start doing potlucks now. Hell no. Nope. No, some of y'all are disgusting. 
I'm just going to say it now. I'm not picking out a person. Some of y'all are fucking gross. And that's exactly what she said at the watch party. My sister goes, you know what? We're, I said, next time we'll just do a potluck. I was like, bitch, you need to come up with something else. She was like, what? I was like, I ain't doing no fucking potluck. Well, we'll just get it to it. I was like, uh, this motherfucker ain't Angie on deck. Okay. We ain't doing no fucking potluck. She was like, why not? I was like, because I don't want to eat out of these motherfuckers' kitchens. I don't know who they are. No. Well, fuck. I was like, no. You need to come up with something else, bitch. We ain't doing no potluck. <laughs> Hell no. Hell to the now. To the now, now, now. Mm-mm. 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 Come up with something else. <laughs> Alan said, I'm glad Catherine isn't here to see this. Is her kitchen dirty? Alan, do y'all, have, do y'all have a dirty kitchen, Alan? Tell the truth. Tell the truth, Alan Denson. You got a dirty kitchen, don't you? You got a little dirty kitchen. Like like people that just like fucking wipe the crumbs on the floor just straight off. I'll sweep it later. Like, bitch, you sweep twice a year. What the fuck you talking about later? <laughs> yeah, Clarence tried to start up a new show at the watch party. He's like, y'all make sure you tune in to Clarence on deck uh, on Monday. Mm-hmm. Somebody call 911. <coughs> Jared said, fuck that potluck unless it's barbecue. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, all right, I'll spill it. I don't give a fuck. Hey, Barry, shout out to my seven-year-old. She just made the all-star team. She's been playing softball for about eight months. That's what's up, seven-year-old. I'm going to jail because of Celio, by the way. He made me watch a video of two... I don't know what was wrong with them. They weren't quadriplegics because their legs worked. I don't know. Maybe they had MS, but they made these two dudes that are on those arm braces raced going to hell, going to hell. Excuse me. Um, But no, so we're not going to do a potluck. Okay. It's fuck. No, I love you guys to death from the top to the bottom. All right. From everybody who you might think is clean to who you might know is dirty. I don't trust none of y'all's kitchens. Not a one. Jen, don't trust it. Donna, don't trust it. Clarence, don't trust it. Christopher Mina, don't trust it. Jim on sports, don't trust it. Dr. Duran290, don't trust it. I don't trust none of y'all's kitchens because I can't see them. So what we've talked about and said is <laughs> Christopher Mina said, hold up. Hold up. What we're going to do instead is probably a picnic. Maybe have some softball or kickball, volleyball. Remember, we talked about this early in the show. COVID was, uh, we were in the midst of COVID and and trying to come up with a get-together idea. And we were like, well, if we're outside, yeah, well, maybe we'll do a picnic for the two-year anniversary. Well, didn't happen. So the plans are, the discussion has been, we do some sort of outdoor, go to like a, you know, a park somewhere central, I don't know. Maybe we'll bring in a food truck. Uh, maybe I'll just, I'll cook. Uh, something like that. We'll buy food from a restaurant. We'll have it catered. I don't know. But I'm probably going to have to get a sponsor for that because that's going to be fucking expensive. To feed all you hungry bitches. I've seen most of you now. Look, look at this. Look at this. Ain't nary person in this fucking picture except for Total Dallas that's missed a meal. Okay. Total Dallas is the only one. In fact, that's why he's up there right now. He looks like Total Dallas is in the picture. Now, nah, fam, he's ordering food. That skinny motherfucker is so hungry. He's like, hey, 
<laughs> it's disgusting. I watched this motherfucker eat a big ass burger and fries and shit. I'm like, bro, how are you not 400 pounds? I hide it well. No, bitch, you're skinny. Either that or you're on crack. One of the two. I, I I believe that. Total Dallas might actually be on crack. Oh, yeah, and you too, Terrence. You can go fuck yourself, skinny ass. But the rest of us. <laughs> Cisco said for 14 cents a day, you too can sponsor Total Dallas. Food truck kitchens aren't too clean either, and flies go in and out, said Titan Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> Alan said, Jesus, I look like a victim. <laughs> do y'all want me to try to point out who's who? Uh, I don't know how to do this. I can't get my mouse over there. Uh, yeah, I can't. Um, fuck. I can't make it. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. You can barely see Angie. See if you can find me. I'm in the shot. Good luck finding me. Um, yeah, Alan, y'all had left by the picture time, didn't you? Yeah, you sure did. Damn it. Uh, look at that slim guy in the back. All you see is head and arms. I'm not. Nope. No comment. They stack shit that high. <laughs> Tony talking about total Dallas. Y'all didn't know they stack shit that high. All right. Um, so, yeah, plan on a uh, plan on. Maybe a picnic in May. Although it's going to be so fucking hot. And we got, I got some shit going on in May. I think. Was it May or April that's super busy for me? Oh, April. Yeah, I still have one, two, three, four, five, six comedy shows left this month. Oh, yeah. May's wide open right now. The only time I'm busy in May is uh, the week of the 20th. I'm in uh, Tulsa. They said, now this is them talking, not me, but they said maybe we do a birthday party because my birthday is on May 29, which is a Monday, but we could get together on a Sunday. It could be the anniversary slash birthday party. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. Either way. Time to get the hell out. I didn't even get to get to everything. Oh, hold up. Hold up. We talked all that WWE, UFC, merger. And I never got to bring up this motherfucker's mustache. What in the shit is this? Can someone explain to me what in the crooked caterpillar shit is this on Vince McMahon's lip? Somebody online said he looks like a 1920s villain that tries to tie a chick to a railroad track. (laughs) Bro, what the fuck is that? This motherfucker got that Antonio Montana. I know that. And what is it? My name is Antonio Montana. You killed my father. Prepare to die. What's his name? Antonio Montan? What? Zorro, right? Zorro. Wasn't that? Like, my name is, uh, wasn't that his name? I don't know. That's what he fucking looks like. Either that or like fucking, uh, 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 what's the dude's name? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. He does. He looks like he says C. Oh, Antonio Banderas. Yeah. He looks like he says C after every, yeah, and Inigo Montoya. Thank you, Cisco. Yeah, this, Vince McMahon looks like he says C after every sentence. Now, we're going to sell the company, see, and then we're going to go and we're going to make a good profit, see, and then everybody's going to have a little extra money in their pockets, see, and uh, even the dames are going to make some money, see. That's right, broads. You're going to get a little cash in your pocket too, mama, see. Okay. 
the fuck is that? Vince. That looks, nobody in Vince's life bothered to say, bro, what in the fuck is on your lip? You are worth billions of dollars. That mustache is worth $1.30. What is that shit? And it's crooked. Who, what is that? Why is it crooked? Why is there more space between the lip and the nostril on the right side of the picture than the left, the left side of your face, if you're from your face? It looks ridiculous. It looks like, it. you know what it looks like? It looks like a graph of viewership of this show from start till now. Like it was low and then it had this peak and then it just fucking dipped. That's what it is. This is the viewership graph of Barry on Deck from start till now. Thank you, Vince McMahon, for wearing the graph of my show on your blip. It's awful. It's awful. Okay. Just had to get that out. <laughs> Angry Amish said, go back to YouTube. What's up, Angry Amish? Good to see you, man. Thank you for being here. Yeah, uh, funny you should mention that. Look at YouTube. Was, the reason we left was tanking over there. And apparently, a lot of people that left Twitch to go to YouTube are like... Fucked up. I should have done it. It's not good. Yeah, they don't give a shit about live content over there. This is literally the only platform that gives a shit. So here we are. All right, tomorrow I will have a list of everyone that RSVP'd to the very uh the very important deckhead watch party and didn't come. Yeah. And we're gonna go through name by name and chastise you. Hey, thank you for the resubs from uh, Joe Pro. Love you, buddy. Uh, Alex Villanueva, Alan Dinson, Dr. Dre on 290, and Steven the Weather Guy. Thank you for the new follow to 6 1. Thank you for the cheers. Thank you for the support. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being here. I love you guys. I'm sorry we're bouncing early. But as I mentioned, your boys got to get some shit done. All right. Uh, I don't know what that was, Alan. Uh, I think the R is fucking you up there, pal. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate you. <laughs> there you go, Alan. Thank you, buddy. Alan, I love you, man. Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. I appreciate you. Uh, and by the way, Alan, get well soon. Okay? I love you. I'm going to need you to take care of yourself. All right? Mimi! Bye, boo-boo. Thank you for being here, sweetie. Brian, I love you, buddy. Thank you for hanging out with us, man. Much appreciated. I wish you and uh, Jim and Cisco and everybody else that's out of town could come in and hang out with us. That'd be dope. Oh, Nate said his face is crooked. No! Not like my nose. I swear to God, we should have done that. I should have made y'all... I should have made everybody do a fucking nose check at the watch party. So you could see that it doesn't look like this on camera. I mean, off camera. Barry can grow a better mustache and that's not saying something. Well, that's true. But Lipe McMahon... All right, you guys, I love you to death, deckheads, man. Thank you so much. Uh, full show tomorrow. Oh, well, I say that. Let me not talk out of turn. I have no idea yet. All right, we'll see how much I get done today. Thank you, Flip. I appreciate you. Uh, Lion's Den, homie, much love, man. Thank you, buddy. Uh, forensic tilts for the raid. Is that what we're doing, Potch? Gotcha. Look at that. There he is. All right, here we go. I'm starting the raid. Uh, folks, I love you. Hey, mama, I love you. Guys, we'll see you tomorrow, okay? Enjoy the uh, national championship game. We didn't even get to talk about this yet. We'll talk about it tomorrow, I promise. All right, bye, guys. Love you. Daddy's making a YouTube video.